0: I'm learning so much about Grumpy oh, Tom right now. Oh my god, like that that's like that's inspiration for me. That's an inspirational <laughs> oh story. He's gonna kill all of us. <laughs> oh my god. That's what's <laughs> gonna happen.
1: Nerd? On. What's up, guys? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve. I'm Josh. I'm just Josh. I I just don't have anything creative to say <laughs> about myself. <laughs> it's okay. So it's, I'm you just don't gonna have say, to you don't have no requirements. Josh. Just
2: some of us are better at it than you. No. That's
1: that's true. I even took like years of improv classes.
2: It'll come Whatever. back to you.
1: It'll something will happen. But uh, to my right, Ali. I am uh, at featurefo on Twitter. I don't know why I said that up
3: front, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we roll, you know? Just uh, keep you guessing.
2: Off the cuff. Off I was the cuff.
3: Am <laughs> my right.
2: I'm uh, not wearing hockey pads.
1: Wow. God, <laughs> getting it right, there it right
2: there out the of the way. Uh, I'm Corey. I uh, am a uh, huge Rick and Morty fan. I like to think of myself as both Rick and Morty. So maybe we'll explain more on that later. Mm. Oh, shit. Because I'm bipolar. This is That's interesting. Ah.
0: Um. This is Tom. Uh. The ass ass in, the silent ass ass in. Mm-hmm. Is that because uh, you're
2: Asian? Yes. I
0: don't know. Only. Um. And ah, that's interesting. I find myself. Uh, I think. I think I'm a Rick. I think I'm a Rick. A hundred percent, and we'll know. I mean, we'll find out why. Okay. When we talk about it. It's a good way to start. So if you haven't guessed,
1: we are. Finally hopping on that old Rick and Morty train.
2: Took us uh
1: took us what? What was it, like three months ago, two months ago? Yeah. Yeah. So like that, that was uh season three. Sorry about that. We uh yeah, I have a confession to make. I was living under a rock
0: and uh I hadn't watched it. And I mm-hmm. will tell you Blaspheme. why. And it's not that the other podcasts were quicker. It's just that we're slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just and slow. Right? And if you know that reference, then kudos to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah,
1: I just thought it was going to be one of those. Um, you know how sometimes things happen in pop culture that people are like going crazy about and then you watch it and you're like. <sighs> like Twilight? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight is amazing. Team Edward. <laughs> Team Edward. Team team Jacob. Team Sparkle Vamp. Team Jacob all day. Can't we just be both? Team Edward and Team Jacob? (laughs) No. No? Okay. Team Jedward. So, anyways, we are talking about Rick and Morty today. And we have three seasons to pull from, which is fantastic. Woof. Because later on, we're going to have only one at a time. So, we thought we'd do our overall Rick and Morty episode. I like that. Who wants to take it away?
0: I just want to comment real quick. With three seasons you know, going into it and you yeah. have Dan Harmon at the helm, you know, someone who's such a perfectionist, you know, with his other shows that he's worked on, it's just crazy. But also like, did you really think that they couldn't do this where they have such a huge fan following and the oh, loyal yeah. fan following. And it's like yeah. such a viral thing that like anyone could pick it up and just get into it.
2: Um, I can, I mean, I can start a little bit on the origin of the show itself. Yeah. did it. I, that I've I always learned about a good origin story. Um, I was a huge Newgrounds. Does anyone here remember Newgrounds? Yep. Mm, uh, yes. I was a huge Newgrounds kid Absolutely. growing up. End and, of the world, um, I remember that. He had some videos. Justin Roiland had had some videos up there. Um, but where, where where him and Harmon got started uh, is Harmon, I believe, had a TV show uh, where people could send content in and they would pick it and they'd throw it up there. Um, and Justin Roiland was one of those people. And Justin Roiland had made this uh, short. I believe it's still up on, on the internet called House of Cosby's. And it is about a guy who loved... Uh, the Cosby show so much that he clones Cosby and it's kind of like um, multiplicity where each one has like a different personality trait <laughs> nice. and uh, it actually got a cease and desist order from Cosby's <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> no. Cosby's camp that's how you know you're doing something right and that's what he said that's what Harmon said he's like that's when I knew I had had him on my hands like that's the guy I want because he was the perfect audience for Adult Swim right yeah. he's the, he was the target for Adult Swim but he was creating and then he made a parody of uh, this thing called Doc and Marty, which the real adventures came.
1: of Doc and Marty. Yes, have you seen yep. it? Yeah, <laughs> it's awful.
2: They travel through time, and he goes, Like link my balls, Marty." It's the only way we're gonna get through time. <laughs> and um, that became Rick and Morty. You know, they changed yeah. the names and stuff like that. And um,
1: well, they had different versions of Rick and Morty, like in Harmon's different things. Like he always tried to make a those kinds of characters. Oh yeah, but. They struck
2: gold with this. And uh, when they were sending it, him and uh, Royland wrote the first episode in six hours, Yeah, the pilot, which I thought was insane. And Dan Harmon had this interview where he's like, I was getting ready to leave. And Justin was like, no, don't leave. If you do, this could take us three months to write. And he was like, I stayed. And we wrote the first episode. And that's how Rick and Morty was created. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it. There's a little backstory it's like too, our on our show, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, so as you know, Justin Roiland voices both uh, Rick and Morty and, and various other characters, but yeah. that's his, his mainstay. And there was a time where they were pitching it to La- Lazo, I believe is the the head of Adult Swim, Mike Lazo, I think is his name. Hmm. I could be wrong. Uh, something like that. I think. I think and no they didn't like the char- he didn't like the character of Morty, and <laughs> Justin's heart was like broken. And they went through different auditions because he thought what he was saying was he didn't like who voiced him. And he was like, but I, I voice him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't voice him anymore. And a, a, it was like phone calls back and forth. They auditioned a bunch of people. And really what Lazo was saying is he didn't like how helpless he was. So if you remember in the pilot... They're driving the ship and he eventually is like, oh, all right, I'm taking over. I'm taking over the ship. You, you, you're done. And that was – he's like, that's what we need. We need those moments where <laughs> he, just he calls bullshit on yeah. Rick yeah. and, you know, doesn't – you know takes over. I'm so, using my free adventure card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, that's how the show came to be well, what we know it as, as Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, I just wanted to spend a second on that. Enlighten y'all, because I just nice. found that out. like I don't know that, video. yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm really, really cool. sad
1: that it took me so long to get into it. Like, uh, season three ended, and I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Whoa. I'm going to watch it. Oh, well, you I watched, watched it after
2: it. season three ended? Yeah. Interesting.
1: And I was like, oh, my God, where have I been? This is what I've needed my whole life. <laughs> it is just, it's so good. It's so good because it, it, it speaks to that... I have a sense of humor that sometimes it's like how horrible can I be? How like <laughs> how terrible like sometimes my wife and I we will we'll get into these like kind of fake conversations where we're like talking about something it could be something like Girl Scouts or something and we'll just try to one up each other on how horrible we could it's just Cards Against yeah. Humanity. Yeah. yeah. It's and the so, adult
2: version of telling dead baby jokes in yeah, high school.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I get you. But even further than that. So <laughs> I just love just your, when they say shit that you're just like, God, that's horrible, but it's amazing. Thank you for
0: that. It's
2: super cynical, but sometimes you're like, but he's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of the same way
0: like Tarantino loves to like kind of just bathe in just like blood and all that stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's just like over the top. But it's
2: like, it's what people want because they yeah. know the primal needs of humans. Yeah. Um, so you started watching after season three. When did you start watching?
3: I started watching towards the end of season one. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Awesome. Um, and how'd you find it? I think it was my roommate. I can't remember like mm. why I started watching the show, but I immediately fell in love with it. But I, I watched like the last few episodes of season one before I went back and like start. From oh. The beginning. oh, weird. So you okay. kind of just jumped right yeah, into it. I just it. like jumped in. Cause it was, like, I mean, I think like, cartoons or whatever are a little bit easier to do that with
2: and there's is a Uh, tv so it's it's serialized or whatever right it's almost like uh always sunny where you can jump in every episode but if you watch the whole thing you get those richer little inside jokes right exactly yeah yeah, yeah. uh
0: but i like i love the pilot and like yeah it was sold ever since
2: tom when did you start watching
0: um, so I started watching it cause it was on Facebook. Uh, there was like a leaked episode. I think it was the April Fool's Day episode that came out. Oh, the
2: Szechuan sauce? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it's, so season
0: one, uh, season, uh, season three, episode one was the first episode I ever saw. And I was like, you know what? I, I can get into this. And then I started watching that and then I saw season three, episode two and I was like, okay, I'm all going to right, buy, it. buy it. <laughs> And then so, um, I just ended up going on Hulu and just watching the whole thing. So Smart and, move. And the funny thing is like when I first started watching it, I was kind of like watching season one and I was kind of like, okay, it's just, it's, it's barely entertaining enough for me to continue. Woof. That's how it was at first. And I kept watching, kept watching. Cause I think it almost like Simpsons were like adult cartoons were like, not like Family Guy where they go for full, like you need a laugh right now moments, but more mm-hmm. like I'm watching the story play out. Okay. And like with Simpsons to me and Simpsons and King of the Hill to me, I find like sometimes are the most boring shows, but I'll continue to watch seasons upon seasons and I'll be totally okay with it because I want to kind of get to know these characters more. But then by like halfway through season one, I was like, all right, I need to watch the next episode. I, I want, I love this show. And I'll tell you right now, like, so I started watching, like, I completely finished the series once, you know, end of season three. And I've rewatched the entire se- like series like maybe at least four
2: times. Yeah, because nice. I li- I really like the show. So yeah. it's an amazing show. Yeah. I'm I'm a hipster, y'all. I oh, uh, okay. before I, it was cool. I I watched it when the first episode had aired, and the next day someone had put a link on Reddit, and I watched it, and I was my jaw was on the floor. That opening scene. With the neutron bomb, and he's like, you know, I will get Jessica, not for me, uh, for you, not, oh, yeah. not for me. I'm not, I'm not gonna do I'm that. That kind you. of guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he
0: opens the door, and then just beer bottles fly
2: out, and you hear the neutron bomb uh, armed, yeah. and he's like, uh, do, 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 do. I, I, that that opening song had me hooked because I had watched Doctor Who, yeah, uh, a lot, uh, and it's just like. Man, I showed my whole family. I showed my sister, I showed her boyfriend, like I got everyone I could hooked on this show That's your family. and mm-hmm. i I was like hungry for more, and I couldn't wait. look at this thing I found it's heroin, oh man, everybody
1: has to try it that there was the specific
2: line that hooked me was in episode one. Where he's like, uh, I, you know, I don't know if I could shoot anyone. And he's like, you know, they're, they're robots. They, they don't matter. And he shoots one. And it's like, oh, God, my arm. <laughs> like, someone tell Jimmy's family. He's like, I thought you said they were robots. And he's like, they're bureaucrats. It's a figure of speech. <laughs> I don't respect them. I was like, oh, my God, this is my show. This yeah. is it. Because I was into, like, darker stuff, like Always Sunny or Workaholics and stuff like that, that. Like, dark humor. Like, Fight Club's my favorite movie. I find that a dark comedy. So, yeah.
0: Um, I think for episode one, the one line that I was like, "Okay, I'm going to continue watching this show," was like, "We got to put these seats way, way, up, your butt, way up, way up your butt.
2: Up. I can't do it. <laughs> <My> butt's <laughs> loose. We're done too many times. You're tight and malleable."
0: <laughs> it's a random
2: check.
3: Yes. It'll detect things way up your butt. Yes.
2: Run. <laughs> way. Uh I don't know if you remember in the first episode two where they knock that thing out of the container and it yeah. has a whole lifespan within oh, yeah. six seconds. <laughs> it's running alongside them, grows old and dies. dies. Oh man. Um but yeah, I was I was hooked from episode one and I couldn't stop watching. And I've I've bought every season the second I could. I did with season two and three, you know, and on iTunes, you can like, I'm gonna buy it. And yeah whenever the episodes come out i get oh, the pass yeah i've yeah. done it Season every pass. time yeah um but yeah that was i think you know i related to to rick and and morty instantly yeah for me a,
3: oh sorry sorry for me it filled the hole that like futurama left when, yeah. it, when it went on the when I went off the air or whatever um and then even before that like to an extent invader zim have any of you seen mm. invader oh, Zim? oh yeah. Yeah. my um, god yeah absolutely one of my favorite shows of all like of all richard time richard
2: horvitz shout out to richard horvitz <laughs>
3: Uh, but yeah, the, like Futurama kind of filled that like sci-fi, basically you can do anything you want because they can just fly to some random planet. That's kind of the same. as the portal gun is. dimension, yeah. Or, yeah. So they can just do whatever they want and then like the, by the end of the episode they can just wipe it clean.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in a, in a sense where it's like it filled a certain void, um, not in a sci-fi sense, but I don't know if you guys ever watched, Adult Swim shows a lot of anime. There's one called Shinchan. No, no. Nope. And it's like shittiest, shittiest animation <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. But it's like the, the humor in there is just so off the wall. It's like, how do they get away with saying this shit? And that's what Rick and Morty did for me.
2: Okay. And it, it, it has this fine balance, like to your point, like they can really do anything. Mm-hmm. But there's these beautiful moments in these like simple things too. Uh, like I always reference, for example, like in Futurama, like they can go to any planet or whatever. But Whalers on the Moon was like one of the greatest things, and they just go to the moon. (laughs) Like that's I loved that kind of moment, and I think Rick and Rick and Morty has these really. It's very character driven, and they're not afraid to touch on human things, like very human, like Mm -hmm. divorce, like divorce, (laughs) or like you know, uh, have that last throughout entire
0: season. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Or or um, you know, at the end of season two when he goes to intergalactic prison and it's Mm. just that's where they end their season and you're like what the fuck just happened yeah um and i i really appreciate shows that aren't afraid to kind of take those kind of risks well i mean that's the one thing i mean i remember
0: uh mentioning it that rick talks that like real adventurers need like uh intentions and obstacles and that's pretty much like just writing 101 if you have a character and the fact that Rick aka Dan Harmon is like writing this stuff out and saying it so meta but the fact that every episode has that there's always an obstacle or a goal and there's like just intention of what they're doing and it's just it's very like you said it's very character driven mm-hmm. and so like it's it's fun to see a show that doesn't take itself so seriously but the fundamentals written down like mm-hmm. these characters you, you always are going to feel for them and you're always going to see what's going to happen with the A plot and the B plot
2: yeah and sometimes the C-plot.
0: And sometimes the C-plot. Um, okay.
2: And I
1: like how they can just, like, make things just, like, yes, it's absurd, and it goes to this, like, crazy level, and it's just, like, the whole world is ending, and then they're
0: like, well, let's just go to a different universe and just pick oh, yeah. up there. Yeah.
3: Let's kill our There's a lot of versions, everybody. <laughs> <It> literally <laughs> happens. But
0: that's, <laughs> a, that's good because, like, there's a lot of consequence, and they bring that up, and it's not just something like, hey, that never happened. It's, you know, like, later on, they, like, morty's like consoling summer and saying like i sleep next to or i eat breakfast next to my dead body nine yard nine, nine yards away yeah and it's just like oh shit that's that's still real yeah yeah <laughs> everything like, that's still real. like i remember um or the crack in the, the, crack the driveway uh, after season one, season one.
2: so it's things like that they the have ha- consequence teleport the house yeah mm-hmm. um yeah it's not consequence free and i think yeah. that's an important thing in the show because if it was you wouldn't care as i wouldn't care as much i don't think i always be like oh and they
1: call back to things i just i just love it i just like anyway like well like
2: like with family guy like i'm never afraid of anything on family guy yeah like if lois and peter are getting a divorce i'm like oh they'll be back together next episode yeah but in rick and morty all of season three they're divorced they never get back i mean they don't even and then there's
1: kind of a sweet moment at the
2: end end, yeah and i mean i think uh, sort of sweet like yeah in family (laughs) guy there was a big event where like
0: was it brian that died yeah. And then but the, that that wouldn't that didn't last.
2: No, and even Seth MacFarlane made fun of people for believing it. Yeah. So it's like He's like you really think we would kill off Brian? Yeah.
0: Um but then the to, cool thing with the divorce whole thing is like that was a through line for the entire season 3 because each character is going through something different and that even leads to the very end where it's like you don't know what uh what's the what Beth the Beth is going to do or
2: if she's a clone or if not. she's a clone. So it's yeah. like oh <laughs> shit. Um and I th- I like, you know, the, the way they pull from a lot of pop culture yeah, and the way they, uh,
0: or influence it
2: or, in, or oh, influence. it, like influence the fact it. that we got Szechuan chicken back for a day <laughs> oh, and are getting it again then, because yeah. McDonald's didn't prepare correctly. Shout out to McDonald's. You can sponsor us if you want. Uh, you can sponsor us with, we'll get paid in Szechuan chicken uh, sauce. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind that at all.
3: That's fine. Yeah, that'd be okay. Yeah.
2: Um, but it has, it has such a, I, I mean like, we have here we're going to talk about what made it a f- it's a phenomenon like that's the only way you can describe the show is it's not just like oh it's a great show it is a cultural phenomenon that has changed parts of culture as we know it what do you what do you think i guess my question is what do you think inspired that or like what what caught on to people so quickly was it some of the stuff we were saying was it something else i
0: i, I thought to say it's i think it's to I don't, know, I don't want to take Ollie's point, but I literally no. think it's because what he said, like how it filled a void. Yeah. Because the thing is that we were coming to the point where, like, South Park is on, what, umpteenth season, Family Guy, has gotten a lot of, like, flack, actually, for, like, some of their middle seasons of getting, were just so bland, and now they're kind of coming back. Same thing with Simpsons. Everything just became political satire, where Rick and Morty wasn't afraid to just not do that and have their own comedy. And instead— you know, like as its origins, like it's a Back to the Future on its head kind of feel, and so you're taking something that's kind of beloved. Some people that like still love the '80s feel a
2: hint of nostalgia. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then
0: you have you know like kind of what Josh saying, they can just create whatever the fuck they wanted to make it's just for the plot devices. But the thing mm-hmm. is, it's not really a cop out. It's more like let's just you know make me seeks and make a me seeks episode. And it's oh, like, God. what would you do with these kind of
2: <laughs> abilities? Yeah, yeah, and I mean that goes back to. You know, I credit Justin and and Dan a lot and the writers of that show of mm-hmm. they don't they don't half-ass commit to anything. Yeah. They do something, they do it 110%, they explore every option and they fine-tune it to a T. Like everything again, what's the name of the uh the story device Joseph Campbell? Yeah. Hero's um, journey, uh, hero's he, journey. Uh, Dan uses that for <laughs> every every episode to the point where like you were saying he's a perfectionist to the point where they cut the last season short because mm-hmm. he was like I'm not comfortable Releasing any of these episodes. So we got three less than we were supposed to. Yep. But like in a strange way, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Especially because yeah. he's a quality, front
0: about it. or you know, you have what, five or extra more later, like it might be dismal. So right,
2: quality versus quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he does have this, you know, uh, reputation of being forthright with things like that, the fact that he came up and was like, Yeah, I just didn't feel good about it. I'm not going to release any more. I was like, dope. Thanks for being honest. Cool. Moving on. I'll wait yeah. for, I'll wait two years for season four or whatever it is. <laughs> I think it was like a year and a half between two and three. And I mean, he still wasn't even happy with
0: the, the Vindicators episode. So I no. mean, like there are some things that people liked about it too. Cause it was just like the, the play on the Avengers, but also yeah. play on like Jigsaw. But then like, yep. he still
2: wasn't even happy with it cause it, it lacked that. You know, the plot structure. Their, se- their mm. least favorite episode was actually a lot of people's favorites I read in an interview. The episode, A Rickle in Time, where oh, you yeah. have the different universes simultaneously all happening at once.
0: Yeah. Oh, with the testicle cop, too? Yeah.
2: He thought that was—him <laughs> and Justin have both gone on record saying, we thought that would almost ruin the show. Like, we uh-huh. knew that was our worst episode in the season, but somehow has become this, like, everyone's favorite. Uh, well, they got Jordan and Key, and Keegan, yeah. so that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Key and Peel.
2: Uh, speaking of episodes, I gotta ask, who what's your what's y'all's favorite?
3: I don't know. I think my favorite is probably the one. Um, I think it was in season three where they kind of start exploring, like why uh, Rick kind of invented the portal gun. Mm. Right, that's uh, the first is that, one. Is that the yeah, first episode? Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, where they yeah. quote unquote explore why where you got Nathan right. Fillion
0: yeah. being that. That bug thing,
3: yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> with Nathaniel. We're still uh, in
0: Shonies.
3: <laughs> I think that was it because it was just like the whole Saskatchewan thing, and and it was just fun to to kind of explore.
0: But also, explore it, it, it proves his like mental prowess yeah. as well. Like he he literally just like I could literally create memories in figment, like in fake places. The smartest right. man in the universe. Yeah. 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 You're right. The sauce is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to go back a little bit of Please. like what makes it a phenomenon too sure. cuz kind of like to your point where you saw a link on Reddit and yeah. that was the first time you saw it. We like so shows like Futurama, Family Guy, Hulk, The Simpsons and South Park all I think are pretty much the huge tent poles of like animated like shows right now as long as like as well with like Archer. Um those all existed before the internet was super big. Yeah. And, like, people actually look for online content more. And I feel like Rick and Morty has adjusted to that so well that, I mean, you could bring back all the other shows and put them online and do the same thing, like Netflix binge, iTunes binge. But Rick and Morty just has that. It feels like it's meant for this internet age. And as well, it just, I f- feel like people who are in this audience now who have watched all these shows are also into these, like, niche things where it's, like, alternate realities, multiple universes and like decisions and all that stuff. And every single bit of it, it's like, it's homage to all the things that they've watched before. So, you know what I mean? Like, um, what's the Jurassic park one? The it's in season one. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Where
0: the, oh, the anatomy park, you know I mean? <laughs> they, John Oliver. Yeah. yeah. And they just have references to all these things that family guy, Simpsons, all that stuff do references to it, but it's more like they just retake all the plots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then yeah. this is like, we're going to take it and then put it all on their heads. Yeah. You know, instead of like, we're making dinosaurs, we're going to have shit in your body because that's even scarier than dinosaurs.
2: Hepatitis C. Was it, was it Pirates of the Pancreas? Pirates yeah. of the Pancreas. You should check it out,
0: <laughs> you know, if shit gets better.
2: Um, I, I kind of have to agree. I think what what also helped make it kind of a phenomenon, and let me know if i maybe I'm off base here, but... You are. Okay, cool. So anyway, moving on. Yeah, next item. Uh, no, well, there's, you know, the characters of Rick and Morty, like I said, I, I related to both of them, and I think there is this kind of thing going on with our kind of generation, this these these uh that we have this kind of cynicism towards a lot of things where yeah we're we're able to kind of call bullshit on some stuff we're like that's not I don't find that important. I don't find this important. Yeah. Um, and you know, we have that in Rick, but we also when we love something with our generation, we we truly commit to it and we find things important and that's kind of our our morty. So do you think part of the phenomenon that happened is that you have these two characters speaking to these two sides of of a kind of a, a in the middle generation.
1: Yeah, it's a nice juxtaposition where they are the yin and yin yang sort of thing, but yeah. I mean I can see that. I think that our generation um is kind of of that mind where it's like we want to be really hopeful but we also want to be practical and be right. like well this is
2: this is how it is. Well especially in an age where we've grown up with internet and photoshop and stuff like that like we always have this skepticism towards a lot of stuff where we have to be like like you know like Tom said in the Thor Ragnarok if I don't see the body it ain't dead like I need to see it to believe it, kind of thing, which is kind of what. And they're Rick totally
0: okay with showing you dead bodies and Rick and Morty. Oh yes, they <laughs> oh, are. Oh yes.
2: So I guess I, uh, I think I guess my uh, contribution to that that conversation about what made a phenomenon would be that the characters themselves taking up parts of 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 us.
0: Well, yeah. I think as well. So far, you know, we're in season three. We're going into season four. Every character is so multi-layered. Like, and I hate to like allude to Family Guy, but like. Everyone in in season one had maybe two two spots two layers. Like Peter was like the idiot, but he also was willing to do what he needed to do for the family. Seven seasons later, he's an asshole. Everyone just turned into assholes. Like Brian is like <laughs> he's like the the logical one. Now he's just the drunk. Stewie was like the intellectual, but also like kind of gay. Now he's just purely home, like just gay. And no evil. Left. Yeah, not evil. He's not trying to kill Lois anymore, and that's a degradation of the characters and, you know, like shout out to Seth and yeah. for like creating such a viral thing and that everyone loved it, but it's just tough. I could de- I could definitely see where sometimes you write yourself into a, uh, into a wall, but so far, you know, and this is what we probably see. It's like you either write yourself into a wall where sometimes your characters like will suffer or you get four less episodes in your season because everyone has gone through such a great dr- like developmental arc. That, Especially like, in
2: this last season. Yeah. yeah.
0: And like Rick doesn't just play one character. Rick has the cynicism, but we know why. And the cool thing about Rick is that he's willing to be like, "God doesn't exist." I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna pull off that Band-Aid right now. But also, he's able to create and send and take us to places where it's beyond imagination. So he stretches our imagination, but also grounds us in reality. We're like Morty. He's like this naive kid who you know who's like who doesn't know what the hell's going on. But also, he still grounds us in. Knowing what's the right thing to do and to believe in the, the moral and the compass, yeah. everything, yeah. So like he's not purely just like this stupid kid going to Neverland. So yeah. I think those are like great things that this show has going for itself.
2: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: So going back to favorite <laughs> episode, <laughs> going, forward, going forward, going forward, moving, initiating progress, and going back to the episode <laughs> um, question um ollie you said you're thinking kind of the first I, episode I, I, one
0: chicken i actually
3: want to change my answer
1: <laughs> i don't know how i completely forgot <laughs> well, we, have multiple, we have multiple yeah. favorites uh
3: pickle rick oh my oh, god yeah. <laughs> i'm pickle I rick. I took someone else's but <laughs> <laughs> just him like killing the rat and like <laughs> that whole fight
1: scene is and just yelling like, at the other rats jaguar. Yeah. It's like, here's your leader
3: <laughs> they must have thought right. you were
1: special you
3: should
0: have tried to impress me <laughs>
3: but also like the alternative storyline of like the therapy sessions. Oh,
2: oh my
1: god. <laughs> and like Rick coming into the
3: <laughs>
0: therapy. This is one
1: racist name, by the way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <It's> Susan Strandon, <laughs> right? Yeah, Susan yeah, Strandon. That's, that's it. pretty funny. And uh, she also there <laughs> for therapy for people who eat poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just those two? Oh,
3: that's right. And the teacher was yeah. like coming in or whatever. Yeah. It. Yeah, those two I think those are the ones that kind of stick out to me. Okay. I think right now.
2: I dig it. Pickle-Rick. So most season three. Yeah. I like Pickle-Rick. that. Rick. Jujua.
1: This is one of those shows that it's really hard to choose oh, absolutely. a favorite episode. I, I think I would agree with Pickle Rick, but I love Mister Meeseeks. Mm, he, uh, just, yeah. it just, uh, he just, just, he just it cracks me up every time. I've watched it a couple of times just because I'm like, oh my god, it's Ooh, so funny. We. And oh, he's
2: trying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think. One of my, oh, we're not there yet, but I want to talk about, like, favorite
2: moments. That's but anyway. We'll, we'll do that. But we'll So, Meeseeks for you is the one. That moment at the end where he's like, I'm kind of a stickler, Meeseeks. How's your short game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's like, oh, God, how's your short I game?
1: Just, I just love how they're just questioning their existence it's as they weird. get further into it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and he's really like, he's like don't as ask him anything existential. And she's like, I want to be more of a woman. I love how, yeah. I love <laughs> he's that. like, I want to take
0: two uh, strokes off my golf swing. <laughs> I want to be the most popular girl in school. It's like they you have the those super instantly. objective, the super subjective. It's like, damn. Um, I guess it's my turn for most favorite sure. episodes. Yeah. I think I have like five. Okay. So Pickle Rick was definitely the one I was like, this is one of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> episode with Unity. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. a good one. The oh, episode oh, yeah. with Unity is the one that touched me all over. But Just like Unity, she,
2: Unity touched Rick all over. <laughs> especially in my heart, though.
0: Um, the Love Potion episode. So mm-hmm. the Cronenberg yeah. stuff, uh, the Mr. Neatful episode. So yeah. when summer works for the twilight zone house, pretty much. Yeah. Store.
1: I love the montage when they get all swole oh, yeah. and then they beat the, hell out beat out the him shit him. out of him. And then they
0: go to lunch afterwards and they're just yeah. sitting there. And then the last Citadel episode. Oh, wow. Okay. So, oh my God.
2: That is, oh my God. I dig so that. So good. So <laughs> fucking good. That episode. Um uh, mine. I have a few as well. Uh, Damn right! But you. the one that always sticks out to me the most is uh the one with the parasite. Oh yeah, where it invades the home. Uncle and they have Steve, to keep, and then all, of going, all, of a sudden all these, where characters. they made a Sleepy, board game Sleepy, out of that. Sleepy Dan or something like yeah. that. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Sleepy <laughs> Steve. <laughs> uh, Sleepy <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Sleepy <laughs> Gary. <laughs> and he was. She's like, I need time <laughs> to get but over. Sleepy Gary. Steve. And then he's like, Me too. Yeah. Um, I think they're <laughs> filming Star Wars. Introduction of Mr. Poopy Butthole. They're filming Star Wars down the way. Maybe we'll see Chewbacca. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Uh, the reason that episode stuck to me... Hammer-eye. Not only all that, but the ending where where he, she's like, can we see him? He's like, he says he doesn't want to see you. He says he's sorry you had happy memories of him. Anyway, <laughs> you've done enough. <laughs> Just that super passive-aggressive... He was, oh, no, he's sorry you don't have any bad memories, memories of him. him. Uh, that one was one of my favorites. Uh, I've always loved the the very first episode very mm-hmm. the, with the... Uh, the, oh, 100 years! Deceits. Rick and Morty, RickandMorty.com, Rick and, like Morty <laughs> uh, and then blah, blah, dub, dub. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was probably my that was probably the moment for me when he did that because it's, like it's, it's my
2: catch well it's my catch is that what Arsenio used to say that right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, fun fact about that! I just learned about. It, it was supposed to... the script said wub 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 like uh, the Three Stooges, where they oh, run yeah, around yeah. in a circle. Yeah, yeah. And Justin like Roiland, Zuckerberg. they had changed it last minute, and he just read it wrong. And he was like wub 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 dub dub. And that's what Arsenio used to say, right? And they kept it because they liked it better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the oh god, I'm trying to remember the 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 episode name for the parasites. I used to know it so well. Oh no, I don't know. Uh, they're that all one, like they're all like the names are all homages to other movies. And, and shit. then the uh, the one where they go to Blitz and Chits. Oh yeah, uh, because which one's it? It's the one where with fart, with <laughs> yes. with fart, from it was J- Jermaine Clement from Fight of the Concords. is the gaseous ball, and he saves him, uh, but they do this game called Roy and uh, he, he logs into the game Morty logs into the game and he lives an entire lifetime yeah. as this guy <laughs> oh, Roy yeah. he survives cancer and they cancer. have all oh, those right. music like yeah uh, and he, he finally falls and dies and he pulls the, the thing off Mor- Morty and he loses he almost like loses who he is he's like wait where am I where, where's my wife where's my children he's like wow you survived cancer and went back to the rug store great oh, yeah, <laughs> and then he plugs in uh, Rick plugs in and he's like he's taking Roy off the grid he's burning his social <laughs> for some reason and uh, that thought of, and this is why this is one of those moments I love the show. That's a really fucking dark moment. Yeah, <laughs> he lives this long life, and it turns out it was all just this game. And he has to, like, cope with that suddenly. And, <laughs> and Rick is life. so <laughs> uncaring that he's having this existential crisis. Uh, and it's a moment like those that I that I love. That's the one where they leave um, Jerry in the Jerry. Yeah, the Jerry. <laughs> the Jerry playground <laughs> thing. And the big Mickey Mouse Beth comes out. And they're like, oh, Beth, 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 Beth. I think that's cool, too, because that's something, like, Chronicles of Narnia tries to tackle,
0: too. Because that that's how their world works. And I think that's cool where, like, They play with those ideas and so many works of fiction and fantasy that we've seen, like, have tried to
2: do that. But this show does all of them. Uh, The final one I'm going to name here is one that is very dear to my heart. It's Tiny Rick. (laughs) Uh, Tiny Rick! uh, Actually, the one episode I don't like that much. The moment where she puts Elliot Smith on in his headphones, he's like, oh, God. Oh God, it's so sad. Why did someone so talented die so young? Uh, when I watched that episode, I was going through a resurgence of Elliot Smith. Oh, so it like wow. really hit me. And I was like, oh my God. And he's like, connect the blue one to my right temple and the, the red one to, oh my God, why does life suck? Like that that kind of moment. That's not what he says exactly. But uh that Tiny Rick episode, I loved. It's when they go to therapy too, right? Beth and Jerry go to therapy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have the like actual beings of who they think that each other. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, it's a great. It becomes that monster. Oh my god! It takes over the whole place. But <laughs> when, uh, when uh, Rick says, I guess Project Phoenix is isn't a go, and oh, he yeah. goes down and destroys all the clones, the clones of himself with an axe, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just blood everywhere. Uh, that episode to me is probably my favorite.
0: Every time you find out that Rick has some kind of thing going on that we don't know, like, with the, what was it, the light switch? And then all of a sudden they had to go to the moon and find out all these bodies. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh. Oh, that like reminds
3: I said me of the light the, switch uh, on the
2: left.
0: Yeah,
3: That reminds me of the the Microverse episode. Peace among, worlds. Peace among worlds. Peace among <laughs> worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping everybody off. <laughs> but my favorite part of that was, like, the ship having to keep uh, Beth safe. Oh, my God. The entire time. <laughs> yeah.
2: when, it, when it has it has The, the daughter's <laughs> pediatrician. <laughs> don't kill Summer, Dad don't hurt summer and it melts in his hands like that non-emotional
1: shit, aggression or something I love like that says. yeah
2: <laughs> or when when it's, she's like don't kill anybody and it picks the, the like thug up and shoots him, and in, shoots the him in the back like, my legs my legs <laughs> <laughs> i just God, love, I love how it shit. dawns
1: on them it's just slavery with extra steps yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody has
2: everybody that. says it, that yeah it, like <laughs> it's just slavery wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come back in season 4 I guarantee oh yeah oh my gosh um, so funny that's good I like everybody's episodes were different I really yeah. love the fact that there's a show out there that everyone's like well this was my favorite and this was my favorite
1: one of my favorite moments I mean, I love them all it's not a it's not a favorite episode but the fucking butter robot just yeah made- oh, oh my <laughs> god I to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> when he's like what is my purpose you just you get butter you pass no, butter no but what is my purpose you just pass butter Oh my God. Yeah, welcome to
3: the club. Yeah, welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> <in>
0: the
1: club. <laughs> he just like sulks off and you're just like, Oh my God, it's so funny. Do you I, have a favorite I mean, moment and that
0: kind of happens with um when they do the Mad Max episode oh, in season yeah. three, where like the Morty ends up it's like, No, I want to love you, I want to taste ice cream I just oh died. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, artificial intelligence. Uh favorite moment. I mean, they're all moments from my favorite episode. So I mean like Again, like the thing that really got to me was just the Unity episode, and just the very end when, like, you, like when what's it? Uh, the voice of Unity, wherever she says, she has like all these notes lying around the city that she's in, and she says, uh, "Only uh, forever yours and only yours, Unity." And like, you find out like how their this love can never happen, and all this like. And she says, "Like the reason why I love you is the reason why I can't be with you," and like he goes back to his place and like. Starts up that machine, gets this little baby oh, it's that thing, episode? and like kills that, and then he puts his head where that thing was killed. I was just like, super dark, but I was just like, oh shit! Like this is to me like it was the most humanistic thing I've ever seen of Rick. And then ever since that, that I was like, okay, like Rick, you know, like Rick is you know you've seen different sides of Rick, but it's like that's when I was like, oh, I know why Rick's the way Rick is, and that's why right. the Rick is the most Rick Rick. Mm-hmm. And um you know that 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 got to me, and, I, and that that was the moment I was like. I think this is my favorite episode. C one thirty seven
2: Rick, yeah, oh.
0: and so that oh. was that was my favorite moment, along with like just pickle Rick shit, pickle Rick shit. He's like, mean, does it...
2: my daughter? Is there a daughter in an alternate universe? Uh, uh, no, just 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 mine, just mine. <laughs> Panther, I or just know it's it. Jaguar, Jaguar, Jaguar.
1: I just love what I just. Oh God, I just. There's so many moments when you're. I think it was in season three, like the first episode, they're standing in front of the council of Ricks and they have a Morty lawyer and Morty lawyer is like, and Morty goes, no, I don't want to see your Pog collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my God. I collected pog. I
2: think mine is a specific line uh, with the Coach Ferratu. It's pickle. It's Tiny Rick episode. He's mm-hmm. uh, a Coach Ferratu. Are we really going by names like that? Uh, but it's in the very beginning. Where uh, she asks, asking a, a human, an earth therapist to fix your marriage is like asking a horse to fix a merry-go-round. I mean, sure, he'll get the job done, but he's going to be mortified while he does it. <laughs> 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 I mean, he'll try his best, but mostly he's just going to be mortified. I think that's what it is.
3: I love uh, the uh, intergalactic uh, TV or whatever. Uh, the oh, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> almost uh, almost improvised tone to it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, almost, it's, like, it's, just, it's, it's just two brothers. It's just two brothers. It's just two brothers. <laughs> And then the title is just like the, that.
2: versus two brothers, Mexican Armada, and <laughs> also there's Aliens. women, old
0: women. <laughs> you know what part I really like? Uh, I love the most. Um, Simple Rick.
2: Simple Rick. Simple Rick. <laughs> At the very Simple end, Rick. it's like
0: now we have a Rick. The blah blah blah. It's like taste of your own
2: completion, which arguably, like, Jesus
0: Christ, arguably
2: invents like the most important thing in, that could feed the world. What do you mean? Doesn't he invent instant brownies? <laughs> is that? I think that's what he invents, right? It's just a drop, and it's like instant cooked
0: brownies. I don't think that's the same episode. They 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 make a flavor out of it, but I, th- I mean, I think I guess it's a flavor of it, but I forget that it's like make a drop, and then all of a sudden just materializes. But
2: yeah, I'm like ninety percent sure. We'll I, check it out after the we'll episode. We'll Check it out,
0: but like that, I remember that just that whole thing. It's like this is the Rick that's like taking that care likes. of his daughter, taking care of his daughter. That's with Beth, blah, blah blah. And it's like taste of your own happiness. How can you do that? And then. Goes through the whole thing. It's like it's all a lie. It's all bullshit. And then I was like, one Rick showed us how you can break out of this place and find your happiness. It's like, and then we took him and made simple Rick candy bar. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like it's just this evil cycle. And that's why I love the Citadel episode. It's just it takes it, it takes
2: that chance of like looking into our society. Oh, I was like, thinking of the uh, idiot Rick. Oh wait, with Jerry. With Jerry, oh okay, with the one that, that actually gets along with Jerry, uh-huh. with the weird He's supposed haircut. to be the dumb, oh. dumb at the Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I thought you meant—that's what you meant by simple Rick. Oh no, simple Rick. Oh, Taste of your
0: own completion. <laughs> the,
1: the the way that they treat Jerry just cracks me. Up. I he is uh, just.
2: I just. You want my. You want my unemployment check? <laughs> oh. But that I, won't do anything. But this is anything. sustenance. This will unless unless feed you. you. Feed off my misery. Okay, <laughs> take it. <laughs>
0: I I hate Jerry. <laughs> Oh really? I absolutely hate oh, him. I love to me, every his time plight. I see him, I'm just like, this is what a man cannot be. I just love his plight. <laughs> like, it's this, just
1: so funny to
0: watch. I, I hate and it. It gets worse every time. Because to me, I think I'm gonna open up. I I, I sympathize. You see yourself. I
1: sympathize with him. I'm just like, so really, you're just Grandpa Jerry,
0: maybe. And I'm just like, <laughs> man, fuck this guy. He's like he's so weak. It's bullshit stop and then everything every time he like he just moans over like beth and it's just like you gotta be a man it's like don't do this shit and then or it's like every time he's like like get, like say what was it pluto's a planet
2: and that whole oh, shit yeah. And i was just like come Pluto on is a planet and then he just Squidly wouldn't piddles. let it
0: go for anything i was like ah and then at the end he just falls to the same thing where he's like all right i have a, a moral compass and pluto's not a planet it's like
2: my man. my man my <laughs> man
0: that is
1: actually yes. a call to big is it really? Yeah. So, <laughs> so when he's going into his office in the toy, um, the toy company, yeah. and there's a mailman that he high fives with, and the mailman goes, "My man, my man." Perfect. <laughs> that made me love it just so much. More. I was gonna say that. Yes, like my my, I, I just love all of the little tiny references for the Appley it.
0: Award. The yeah, apple E. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Apple-y. <laughs>
1: um, I love yes. that it breaks the uh, fourth wall. That's my... F- I, any sort of entertainment oh, yeah. that breaks the fourth wall, I just I just love it. Oh. Um, but There's also, it's when it's done this. right, though. Yeah, when it's done right. And I yeah. think this does it right. Um, I, I think also it reminds me of those old, like, satirical parody films like Airplane, Naked Gun where it's not always the action that's going on screen that is your focus that is the funniest part. You have to look in the background. In the background. Yeah. And like there's when the, like the Intergalactic the Galaxy too. Yeah, and like when the Intergalactic Society is falling apart and everybody there there's <laughs> one of the guys says something while he's going off screen but he's in the background and it's like the one who controls the pants controls the universe or something <laughs> 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 I love that. <laughs> so it just cracks me up because if you listen to what's going on in the background, like, uh, there's one really dirty line that's like, I really like Bukkake. And like, <laughs> and you're like,
0: Did, was, was <laughs> I supposed to hear that? <laughs> oh, man. Cordy, do you have a favorite moment? Did we go for your favorite moment?
2: My favorite moment uh, – well, I've sh- I said my favorite line, which mm. is the 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 horse trying to fix a merry-go-round. Right? <laughs> I've used that in real life since. Oh my, <laughs> uh, my favorite moment, um, I haven't really thought about that. I mean, I love, it's like, it's like tough, you. It's kind of like with the favorite episode. I've almost. watched it like five or six times, like the entire series. Um, but if I had to pick one, gun to my head, I'd have to say, I'll let you go first and I'll think about it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think I think my favorite moment is 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 what Josh had. He you stole mine. Oh, did I? It was Dang the, it. it was the butter. All <laughs> all butter? Yeah, like
1: good. oh my God. That just like <laughs> it
3: was it was beautiful and, and a small moment. And it just it wasn't even like anywhere it was like a minute and long. He's so
1: sweet. He's just like, What is my purpose? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, and he puts his arms up and he's like, What is my purpose? And Rick's just such an asshole. And he's like, You pass the butter.
2: You pass the butter.
1: <laughs> pass the
0: butter. But what is my purpose? <laughs> and I think those are great moments that Rick has. He just throws in just truth bombs. And I think that's what the great what's great about the show. Like when Rick wants uh who's the girl that he likes? Jessica. Jessica to like fall in love with him. And that's this is the Cronenberg episode. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, Rick could just make anything. He makes the form the pheromone thing. But uh what he says is like like love is just a genetic thing in your brain that like wants animals to procreate like break the cycle focus on your science yeah
2: it's like shit it's so good (laughs) when he's saying
0: school is just for dumb people yeah Yeah.
2: you don't need it you really cook the shit out of those eggs beth your mom would be proud Proud. (laughs) that's episode one right yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely because
0: morty's falling asleep in his eggs yeah
2: um shit my favorite my favorite moment this is so hard
0: um you know what's a really good moment too is honorable mention yeah. Scary Terry. Oh bitch.
2: You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. It's like Jesus. <laughs> it's like, oh, so you can not hide. So we, wait, so but you can, can be can an hide? artist. <laughs> I you just love that. Hiding. Oh bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like trying to be all nice to him afterwards. Um I guess I guess my favorite this is so hard. I don't I'm not good at this, guys. I love it all Gun so much.
0: Gun to your head. We're all pointing finger guns at him. Except Ollie, because his destiny's.
2: <laughs> I think it He's harkens- a pacifist man.
0: He's very fla- I think fragile. if
2: if I have to pick one, it harkens back to the moment that really got me into the show. It's that line where he's like, "It's just a metaphor. The bureaucrats. I don't respect them." Mm-hmm. And that when I Im- immediately knew who Rick was, and I could fully wrap my head around the entire show, I was like, "Oh shit! I'm gonna love this." Yeah. Um, it's either that or or the uh, <laughs> the. Uh, Raising Gazorpazorp episode. Oh. <laughs> I didn't like that episode. You didn't like that episode? Like Why it. not? I don't know. It was just kind of like,
0: I mean, I saw certain like homages where they did like the, like the footloose thing and stuff like that. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like Morty gets this robot thing. He has sex with it, Come, has a baby. And then they go to another planet. They find out like, it's a female dominated planet. And it's like all the males are like monsters and they're just stupid. I forget even what the B plot is. Cause I was just like, you have this thing where it's like Morty has to take care of this monster that is inevitably going to become this evil thing, which is kind of like Gremlins, but
2: it's mm-hmm. just like, okay. That's he writes it. the book about his terrible dad at the end of the episode <laughs> yeah. after the credits. Oh. He's on TV. Uh, no, but it was. It's what? Did, what do the women say to each other on the on the planet? Oh. Where they're, they're greeting instead of like "peace be with you" is something super passive. Oh yeah, <laughs> my wife and I could not stop laughing at it. Oh my god, it's going to kill me that I don't yeah. know what it is. Oh, I loved that episode. But yeah, that's
0: what Summer and Rick and they go to that planet and like Summer's kind of like, "Oh, I'm digging this. I like this." And then like all the males had to be like subservient. Yeah, I don't know. That was uh, that was kind of a whatever episode for me.
1: Interactions between Summer and Rick are just—they make me laugh. I
0: think one of my favorite lines is from Summer is when uh, I forget what episode, but she's on her phone and some Rick says something, and he's like, "Oh, she asked them it's like, what's car." carpe DM me oh yeah and then he's like uh why don't you look it up it's like because i'm doing other things i'm carping all them dms yeah oh yeah you, oh, you say God. that all love the carping that. all Time. them dms baby <laughs> oh, that's so good
1: speaking of which everybody at home you should uh carp our dms uh with yeah. your favorite moments What what do you like about rick and morty is this going to be our shortest episode ever
0: Possibly. Corey hasn't found a favorite moment. (laughs) That was my favorite. (laughs) Or Corey's looking up stuff. I'm
2: looking up what it is because now it's driving me crazy what they said to each other. Corey doesn't like not
1: knowing. I can't stand it. He likes to, when he's going to reference something, he needs to know what he is referencing.
2: In an age where I can have a computer in my pocket, I need to know everything. Everything. How about... Oh, I'm here if you need me. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone says I'm here if you need me to each other. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> 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 Who's not, what is Stop he saying laughing? <laughs> oh my god. Every time <laughs> instead of peace be with you, William like, Defoe It's I'm here, I'm here if you need me. I'm, <laughs> I'm here, here if you if need me. to talk. Oh my god. This happened
1: in this season when he was like, William Defoe. Everybody was like, What? That was the guy that I was thinking about earlier.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Favorite character of the main cast, and then maybe favorite character of not the main cast.
2: Ooh, I like that. Hmm. I'll start. So Rick, okay, you go first. It's, well, it's Rick. Uh, it's just the fact that the they play with that smartest man in the universe, but that's a burden. But rather he's a than terrible like,
1: person. Well, it's
2: it's <laughs> he's he's not necessarily a terrible person. He's just one of those guys who's like seen almost the entire universe and knows how. Like I said in past episodes, I watched a lot of Cosmos. I know that we're the last second on you know the cosmic calendar. Rick gets that, but he takes it to like that extreme where he's like, look. I can create... You want pants? I can make you pants if that's what you're upset about. <laughs> um, but e- they kind of play with that... It's like I'm in the toxic, ep- toxic episode. It's like, you don't know me. It's like I can create anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it's really fascinating to me because there's almost Rick's arc, character arc, is he goes from this non-caring in it for himself where Morty's teaching him to care about things. Mm-hmm. And you see little moments of it throughout the episode where... He's finding that no matter how you know infinitesimally, thats not even a word—small they are now. in 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 you know the galaxy. His family means everything to him in a sense. You know, he really does love his daughter, and he does love Rick and and Summer. And even though he plays it off like I only saved you because I, you know, your mom would be pissed if I didn't bring you home. Yeah. Not true because he could just either a create a clone Beth or b you know go to another time. It really
1: comes down to it. He's going to save his family,
2: right? And so I think for me, that's why he's my favorite character. Is watching that kind of growth and watching him. Yeah, you know, he says he uses Morty because he cancels out his Rick genius (laughs) ways. But I, you know, I throughout. If you watch the entire series, you'd know in your in your heart that's not true. It's that he is the perfect partner to Rick because he knows. He's gonna be that compass for him, so I think Rick is definitely my favorite. So, who's your favorite non-main character? Non-main favorite character would have to be Mister Poopy Butthole, <laughs> because we get to see him at all the end of the seasons. Like at the end of season two, and he's like, "See you," and he's like rolling in the fetal position, like a year or or maybe more. Or when he at the end of season three, he's like, "Maybe I'll have a big old grandpa Santa beard. Who knows? <laughs> maybe I'll have grandkids." Um, it's it's definitely definitely him or Sleepy Gary. I don't know. <laughs>
3: Uh, I think my favorite character is probably uh, Beth, just because I like. uh, I'm a huge fan of Sarah Chalk. And you like wine and Scrubs for life.
2: Scrubs for life, blonde doctor. Yeah, blonde. Were you you manipulated in a?
0: Were you manipulated in an enabling relationship as well? (laughs) 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 No, I just I
3: just like that she's kind of like this perfect like middle like middle kind of generation or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, and she takes no bullshit from her dad and Mm. like I just I just love that character whenever she's on screen
0: I do love when uh, what was it Summer was trying to make her boobs bigger Yeah, and then all of a sudden like she wants to fix it and she's like Morty I need this yeah. I need to fix this reverse like, we don't need that Rick. must
2: mean that must mean back to normal right let me just
0: call tech support and they just run out
2: <laughs> oh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> turns her inside out huge uh, Akira um, homage with the eyeball opening the doorway when Morty sees like a giant uh, oh, Summer yeah, yeah.
2: that's Akira reference oh that's- yeah totally I didn't even think about that. Well done, Tom. I got them eyes, small um, ones. Non main cast.
3: God, I think it would have to be maybe Mr. Meeseeks. Mr. Meeseeks I <laughs> yeah.
1: He's always fun. Um, I I'm a big fan of Morty. Okay, I, he speaks to me. He's kind of the um, he's the straight guy where he's just like in a fucked up situation and he's just like this sucks But and then every now and then he sticks up for himself and I just love him he just cracks me up Um, I love that
2: in the the toxic episode he's like I'm sorry my voice is annoying he's like it's also your best quality like (laughs) just kind of breaking that fourth wall a little bit because that's what makes Morty Morty if he didn't have that voice he'd be a little less intriguing lovable Um, do I get to graditate no (laughs) dumb i mean tall morty tall <laughs> um i so it's either
1: butter robot oh <laughs> so sad or um is it mr squanch
0: oh
2: squanch squanchy. Squanchy. squanchy squanchy over, over there It <laughs>
1: just cracks me up cuz uh, it's just so dumb there's so many what little characters did she characters.
2: say i to go squanch my kids whoa <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's a lot of, like, the president cracks me up. Oh, Keith
2: David? Yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. He cracks me up. Um, we can't have a god here that doesn't respect the president. <laughs> oh, that fight in season three with him the last episode when he's like, you're getting a selfie. I don't really want it anymore. And then Rick is just like, I'm done. You can call off your invisible Like <laughs> You know what's crazy is the fact that he stands a chance against Rick in terms of fighting. Well, he doesn't. He's just got an arsenal at his, like... It's one man versus the entire United States. <laughs> and I love through government. the scene
1: of the fight scene. Like you see like the moon landing
0: set.
2: Yeah. You oh, see yeah. the
0: Washington crossing the river set. Like it just it's like just
2: oh, breaking man. down the walls. What was the, the first thing they say
0: they didn't he didn't save all of the slaves. What, what was it what was the thing?
2: He's like yeah. cleaning out
0: the Edison tunnel or something like that. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. It's
2: super dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus.
0: <laughs> what about you, Tom?
2: Oh, Rick all day. Um, Rick. Rick,
0: just because, like I was saying earlier, like He's someone that, like, you You could tell that he's had the emotional struggle and all that stuff. And that's why he's the way he is. He knows how the universe works. Um, but also, he's just willing to be there to be that person that has to say that thing. You know, like, when it's just like, why the fuck would you say that? It's like, because it's the truth. Truth fucking hurts. And he just says what's on his mind. He's willing to, like, pull the bandages off before they're, like, ready to heal. And it's like, this guy is going to keep it 100 with you the entire time. Um,
2: favorite sub-character? Favorite sub-character
0: is probably president morty of the citadel oh <laughs> evil morty yeah fuck yeah evil oh my Marty. god so good just anyone that's just who's just smart willing to manipulate the system who's rise to power i'm like i respect this human wow being.
2: tom i'm learning so much about grumpy oh, tom right now my god like that. that's <laughs> like
0: that's inspiration for me that's an inspirational oh, story <laughs> he's gonna kill all of us <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's what's gonna happen well the thing is like i love is just that what is it? Like Rick keeps saying, like I'm the Rickest Rick. And then like, there's the Mortiest Morty, like these terminologies like are existent in that world. And this is the Rickest Morty, like someone who's super intelligent, knows how to work a system, like, and is willing to do whatever it takes to get on top. And like the fact is like, again, we we're talking about how like every episode is pretty consequential. And so this one here, it's like, we sit, we saw the destruction of the Citadel, how it got um, teleported into the intergalactic space cops crap and then they had to rebuild the citadel and so now like there's Morty's running things and all that stuff i, li- I just love that episode but then that this morty is like is literally taking over an entire city of ricks yeah and it's like that's cool and then like the whole reveal. as they're trying to rebuild yeah and it's like all the ricks who are the smartest beings in the universe literally now have to serve underneath a morty i was like yeah. oh shit this is gonna be badass i'm super excited
2: for like season four. Oh, it's gonna be so mm-hmm. good I can't wait for it. I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. I was just really into that. Just
0: mesmerized. I was just like, I was
2: really into, that was a really good character choice. Uh, Oh yeah. I I, I
0: respect that. I mean, I hate to like date this, but like I love the theories around behind like Morty, because that that Morty, because when you first get introduced to him, he's got the robot eye and everything. Mm -hmm. And you know, he puts the wires in his eye. And like the more, the Rick that he accompanies is a Rick that he created. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my favorite, like, theory right now is the fact that like that is the original morty that belongs to our rick thirty seven? So, yeah and so the thing th- with that is like there's pictures throughout the seasons where you have rick taking care of a young morty but the thing is the story is that like rick was never in the picture rick came back into beth's life so how would he have taken care of a young morty and so the theory is that like he mm. took care of this morty and that was in another reality and the Morty ooh, the, I like that. And the, the Rick that's actually in this in the, this Morty's reality died a long time ago, and that's why this Rick jumped into it.
2: That's and so, cool. I dig that.
0: And the, so Rick gave this evil Morty all the love and attention that a child should have. But what we saw in the toxic toxic episode was that when a Morty doesn't have any of his like flaws, then he reaches his full potential, and he you know has a life and everything. He can make emotionless decisions, and that's what this Rick gave that evil Morty. I dig that theory, oh, and so that's why like there's gonna be like a good like fight up, and I was like I was like oh my god this has to happen. I dig this that super theory, dope so much. But I mean that's that'd be that'd be cool, that'd be pretty cool. But th- in that if that's the case, then in terms of writing, then only Morty could beat that could beat that Morty. Because if a Rickist Morty has to fight against a Rickist Rick, and we saw what happens when a toxic Rick and a toxic Morty, oh uh, a toxic Rick and a regular Rick fight, Morty has to beat it.
2: Yeah. Well, do you, is the one that he's with now the Mortiest Morty?
0: Yeah, that is the Mortiest Morty.
2: Okay. That's so, why they work so well together. Yeah, the Rick the is Rick, Rick, is Rick and the Mortiest Morty, Morty, Morty. Morty. I dig that. I like that a lot. Oh, that, that just made me really excited. <laughs> and now you Corey forgot got a again. Raging, raging nerd I just on. had a nerdgasm. That's what happened. <laughs> and now
0: Corey forgot what he was going to say again.
2: I did. I totally forgot what I was going to say. I had it back again and then listening to that theory, I was like, oh, fuck. Now I don't. I got nothing.
3: I think, uh, I think that's what I love about the show is that it has like – this, like, depth, but it's also, like, this, like, confidence to, like, explore, like, whatever ideas they want to explore. And they have a plan, clearly, for, like, plot points and things like that. And it's kind of cool to see it all come together. And But it's still, like, silly enough to be, like, a half an hour, like, whatever. Just, like, have fun. Go to the far reaches of the universe or multiverse. Do whatever you want. Get yeah. really drunk. Exactly. Just, yeah, yeah, Do I mean, it.
0: the fact that they set up the Citadel from, like, w- season one... And they set mm-hmm. up that evil Morty from season one. It's like huge incl- in- implication that they had some idea to do something with it, or the fact that the international or intergalactic thing still hates Rick for a reason, or they still want his technology is like, and it you see the payoff in season three. So, and yeah. the fact that like you saw Beth and Jerry's
2: relationship like crumbling from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um. I just I'm excited. With they have little things like that hidden throughout the whole thing though, and they're really good at those small details. Like you were saying, the stuff in the background is sometimes the best stuff. Yeah, I have or another when they like, call favorite, back to things. I have another favorite yeah. moment I remembered. Uh, so they have that game Roy, a life well lived. <laughs> but if you look in the background, I think of the end of the episode. There's or it's maybe it's in the forefront, but it's called Roy 2 Dave. <laughs> and i just like i remember seeing that and crying i was laughing so hard that it's called roy two and then another like they didn't just call it dave it's just roy two dave <laughs> <and a> life <laughs> of um i love yeah. that
1: they dig up uh rick's body uh, in season oh, 3 the portal gun oh god to get <laughs> oh yeah they get <laughs> to get the portal like they just like it goes back like they just keep bringing it like they i just love the references or like there's one in this in this most recent i mean if I just situate the flies in a certain thing, it'll oh, yeah. bring me his lab. And, and then, then it's like, no. And then later on at the end of the episode, like, he just on, puts them into a line yep. and it
2: just, Oh gosh. It's, it's really well-written stuff. Like it's really, it's that's smart what saying. comedy. The, 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 it's the writers absurd. put 110% of their effort oh, yeah. into these episodes and even little things like when, when he can hear the squirrels, <laughs> oh my and god! And they, they find out he can hear them, and he's like, "We can only do this a number of times, Morty. We we gotta go. We gotta find a new universe to live in because you <laughs> fucked with squirrels." Uh, but like little stuff, I just uh, <laughs> everything's on a cob. We have to get out of here. And it's just so <laughs> good. It's so good. I, I all we've done for the last hour is just nerdgasm for, for 60 minutes about the show but I have no problem with that was it
0: season 2 fin- the finale where they're trying to find a new earth to live on and mm-hmm. one of the options is just the screaming sun just ah! oh
2: yeah <laughs> you know, like, or it's, or it's the long tiny, planet, tiny planet tiny planet like, looks like earth and they two feet forward they hit it um, yeah, wow did we have an episode where Tom was actually kind of nice we did um. I think <gasps> Wow, sort Whoa. of. Sort but of. then he picked the evilest character in the entire show. It was as really his and and it got dark. about the most evil thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. I feel well. I'd like to hear from the fans about what their favorite episodes, lines, moments were. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a little post about it um, on our Instagram, which they can find out where exactly.
1: It's going to be nerd on the podcast. That's the uh, that's the old Instagram on the interwebs. You can IG. also Yeah the IG carp them DMs, baby. Dang, send them all day. Carp in all those DMs. Um you can get pick a, us- tiny bit! <laughs> <laughs> a rick, bitch. Uh, you can get us on Twitter, nerd on the pod. A little shorter. Um, you can get us on Facebook, nerd on the podcast. Go on YouTube. All of our episodes are there. But mm-hmm. again, we're not. Big boy nerds were little nerds and you have to search <laughs> we're tiny for us. Nerds. We're tiny nerds. are mm-hmm. like tiny nerds like Rick. the candy. Yeah. So uh, where can they uh, find you? Corey? Me? Yeah. They can
2: find my stuff at corey 89 or at We Are Storyboard, B-O-R-E-D, on the Instagrams or We Are Storyboard.com. Uh and you can find me on uh, Blizzard, Corthan. It's just find me. Let's play some Blizzard games together. Uh Ollie.
3: Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at FutureFo
1: like I mentioned at the top of the video. <laughs> <laughs> now now uh, is the time that you can say that.
3: Yeah. Now
2: It's
1: a, it's a callback. You know, okay? yeah. It all comes
3: yeah, full yeah, yeah. circle. Just
2: like Rick and Morty. Just yes.
1: Just like and Morty. <laughs> we did that on purpose.
3: Uh, <laughs> on you can also purpose. find me on YouTube, uh, slash FutureFoePlays. Yeah, you so I talk about video games. Come come watch those videos. And you can find me on Blizzard, FutureFoe. <gasps> Let's <gasps> yes! play some games.
0: Yes! Come play
2: Warcraft with us. Yes. I got Josh and Ali back on the other day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's so good. So <laughs> what about you, Tom?
0: Before Thumb. you get to me, in case you forgot all those social medias, you could also find us on nerdonthepodcast.com where you can donate.
1: Yeah. yeah. You, there is a donate button. There's all sorts of cool stuff on the website. There's a mm-hmm. survey. There that is. You can, you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um. But yeah, nerdonthepodcast.com. And Where'd,
0: now get to me. Yeah.
1: Where can There's they find you, wonder. Tom? Um,
0: Tom at tall, dark, not ugly uh, on everything on everything. That's on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Um, the interwebs interwebs i guess uh, even on playstation where it's tall dark underscore not with a zero ugly um, but on professional stuff like youtube and vimeo where you can find some of the film stuff i work on uh, thomas pitbors and uh, to s- uh, listen to the other podcast i work on is the cape crusaders and that's on all social media as well
1: yes and you can find me on instagram joshua s manley you can find me on twitter at just Josh and you can find me on Facebook, uh, Joshua S Manley. Sometimes I forget because I don't know if I use my my middle name or whatever. Uh, IMDb, Joshua Sterling. Um, yeah. Oh, PSN. You can yeah. find me Sterling J eighty five. And, now, and Blizzard. now Blizzard. Now Blizzard. Yeah! baby. Just Josh and you. Love,
2: love, 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 love. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome, Tom. Oh my god. But everybody at home, as always,
3: nerd on.
1: Wubba dub dub. dub dub. Ending broadcast.